Welcome to Teach Languages Online, the podcast dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. Now, each episode, before we begin, I like to recommend something to you. And this episode, my recommendation for you is pretty special. It's my brand new free training, How to Start Teaching Languages Online. This training is free and available on demand whenever, wherever you want it, just like your favorite bingeable box set. And even if you've already started teaching online, what you learn in this free training is a crucial step to help give you some clarity that will make everything you do going forward even better. So what are you waiting for? Get close to the internet right now. Visit lindsaydoeslanguages.com slash teacher training and get your free access now. And, well, there might just be a special offer waiting for you when you do. That's lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teacher training. Now, let's get into today's show. So I'm guessing, because you're listening to this, that you know what a podcast is. Because if you didn't, that would be kind of weird. Um, How are you here? How did you do this magic? Um, And that's what we're going to talk about today, is how to start a podcast. Because... The, the obvious choice, I feel, is to write a blog. Blogs are great. They're on your own website, so instantly people are there. They're in the place where you want them to be. Um, videos, great. It's easy to do. It's easy to do YouTube. Not easy necessarily, but it's easier than it seems to start a podcast. I know for me personally, it took me a long time to figure out how to host a podcast. It felt kind of different to everything else. So that's why I want to share this with you today, because I think now it's easier than ever. And I'm seeing so many great podcasts kind of appearing in this kind of language teacher space. And it's really inspiring. So I want to share that. And hopefully there'll be some people listening, maybe you who are feeling like, yes, okay, I'm ready. Let's start a podcast. So first things first, you can't start a podcast on a blog very easily. So what I mean by that is, like I say, with a blog, you just like, you know, write your blog and post it and it's on your website, done, it's text, it's easy. You can't really upload the amount of audio that you would need, the amount of like audio file, megabytes, all of that jazz to your website. Your website host just won't let you. I believe with Squarespace, there is an option to do this, um, but it's not always going to be the best choice just because it's there as a choice. Um, so you do need a host. Now, the good news is, especially compared to when I first started looking into this, the good news is that now there is a free option. So you may have heard of Anchor. This podcast is hosted on Anchor. Anchor's great because it's free, right? Woo woo. Gotta love free. Um, the downside of that is some people have a little bit skeptical of Anchor because it's now owned by Spotify. So they feel like, hmm, they're putting in ads. They're, they're making money off of my free content. I get that. I, I, I understand that feeling. Um, but essentially, so is YouTube. <laughs> the difference is that you do make a percentage of your YouTube ad revenue when you reach a certain point. But essentially, YouTube's making more off of you. So really, the only way to avoid someone else making money from your content is to just write on your own independent website, not even to use social media, you know. So 
It is a tricky one, but I think Anchor is, is a great option. I've had no problems with it. So I do recommend it. If you are a bit worried about that, though, then Fireside is a paid option. And that's where I host language stories. Fireside is, at the minute at least, $19 per month at the time of recording. Um, so it's it's a, a little bit more, but it's still like quite affordable compared to some options. Um, so yeah, those two options, both highly recommended. I've used both of them. I like both of them. Um, Fireside, what you what are you paying for there? It gives you a bit more access to things like stats um, and it gives you like a whole website in your own right for the podcast. So you then have like guest pages and sponsor pages and stuff like that. So if you're looking to use your podcast as a way to kind of grow a lot more and you want it to be something pretty big, pretty cool, um, then Fireside is a, is a good choice because you do have that flexibility, especially if you want to work with sponsors. Although I think Anchor is beginning to, to kind of jump on that a little bit more and get better at that. So when you've decided where to host, the next thing is to plan what you're actually going to talk about. What type of episodes are you going to make? I feel is the easiest way to help to establish what you're going to talk about. And there are really three kind of key options here. There are plenty of other options. I think when it comes to language, there's a really like clear example of a fourth. So I'll share that with you as well. But the three key options here would be solo episodes. So like most of Teach Languages Online is solo episodes. Interviews. Um, that would be the second option. An edited mix of interviews is the only way I can describe it. So a bit more sort of documentary based. So something like language stories where, you know, there's multiple interviews, there's multiple audio clips. They're all like put in a different order to make a, a more kind of rounded piece of audio. Um, and then the fourth option, I think, that's that's kind of clear here with language. And I don't see many people do this, but I have seen a few really cool examples would be to, to post something that is like a like a dialogue almost like a um what's the word dictation where people we used to do that in school where you'd listen and you'd have to write you could post like a dialogue or a dictation something that is just purely in the language that you're teaching and that's that's quite cool it's, it's kind of a bit different there for languages so going through them then solo episodes so the pro of solo episodes is that they're easy they're a little bit quicker to record and edit than the others and that's because you're only relying on yourself being there, right? If you can teach yourself how to edit, how to sort of do the basic edits you need for a podcast, it's just you. you you're not having to rely on anyone else. You're not having to set up interviews. It's easy, it's quick. It's the easiest and quickest option, basically. The con of that, though, is that there's only one perspective. So maybe you want to give your audience a variety of, of uh, different opinions, of different perspectives, of different people you want to introduce. You, it's a good chance to collaborate, maybe hosting a podcast, and you don't really get that if you're just hosting a solo show. So that's something to consider there. Whereas with interviews, that's the uh, geese getting a bit larry. Whereas with interviews, <laughs> they scared me. The pro of that is that you do have those different perspectives. And by inviting people on your show, that is a great way to connect with people that you admire, with like your peers, essentially, people that are doing the same stuff as you, that you want to actually connect with. Having a podcast and saying, I'd like to interview you on my podcast. Wow, what an honor to be asked, something like that, right? So it's a great way to make that first connection with people that you admire. The con of this, well, all of that stuff, connecting those people, arranging a time to, to meet, scheduling it all, that's a lot more effort to schedule that. Solo episodes, I sat down this morning, I pressed record, I set up my mic, boom, good to go. With an interview, 
mm, not so much. I've got to find a time, time zones, ah, craziness. So that's the downside to interviews. That third option then, so an edited kind of mix of interviews, something a bit like language stories, sort of documentary style. A pro of this is that you're making something very long lasting. You're making something that can live much longer than like, you know, it's maybe even going to take to make it. Um, of course, your solo episode, your interview shows, people could listen to those years down the line as well. But with this, it feels to me like I feel with language stories, like it's almost like a portfolio of like, this is what we can do. So, you know, if we want to like make language stories down the line and we need to like have more funding to do that, we can go and say, look, here's what we've made on our own. We've got this sort of portfolio of, of, of what we've done. So that's pretty cool. The con of this, whoa, it's a lot more work. So if if you thought that, you know, the idea of scheduling an interview, like an online interview with someone via Skype or something was a lot of work, something like this, you've got multiple interviews, you've got multiple people to kind of like that you're relying on essentially to, to work with. And there's a lot more editing that you'll have to learn. There's a much bigger learning curve in terms of that side of things as well. Um, so yeah, a few things to consider. You may already be sat here like, yeah, I know exactly the show I want to make. This is exactly what's missing and this is what I'm going to make. Um, and that is awesome if you know that already. But if you don't, there's some things to consider. So once you've got this idea, you know where you're hosting, you know kind of roughly what show you want to make, you want to then get some ideas down. But like you're probably buzzing right now. You've probably like got all these ideas, get them all down on paper or like, you know, digital paper, whatever. And and then you need to think about how this is actually going to happen. Now, there's a few core stages and you need to schedule each of these stages into like your regular time, your regular routine for work so that you actually get it done. And you're not just left with like, oh, well, I was supposed to post an episode today, but did not record that, you know get it done, right? So the key things to think about then that you want to like schedule each stage, planning, scripting, recording, editing, and publishing and promoting. The last two are like the same, publishing and promoting, right? So the planning stage, this tends to come at least that's that's where you are now. Um, and then maybe every few months, I would say you go back into that planning stage. So you don't need to do that like every week or anything like that. It's just kind of a bit more infrequent. Scripting, again, it depends how often you want to um, record in advance. So if you are doing like your own show, and when I say scripting, by the way, I don't mean like writing out a full, hello, my name is Lindsay and this is the podcast and dup, 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 dup. If you work better with bullet points, use bullet points. For me, I have a combination. So the intro and the outro are like a kind of more heavily worded script to make sure that I don't miss any of the key stuff. But then I read it with like, my own voice so I know what I'm going to say in the intro I'm just got the words there so that I don't miss anything um but then a lot of the episodes I'm working with bullet points because I know from that bullet point these are the things I want to go and say so it may be you know a bit of a combination for you as well it's up to you you'll you'll kind of figure out that and again if you are doing interviews the script is going to be not a script as such but more a case of the questions like writing your questions and writing the structure of how you want that episode to go then recording now recording I like to do in a big batch <laughs> I've got my little screen out I've got my little mic out I've got my script up in front of me and I like to just record as many as I can in one go so then that means that I'm ready to edit for the next stage right I'm ready to then edit as much as I can 
like in another kind of batch session of editing. So I'd like to do this in big chunks. Um, and that saves time because I'm not having to then get out my screen every time, get the right document open with the script, get the microphone. Oh, no, there's something on the card. Nope, just doing it all in one as much as I can. Same with the editing. Um, and then publishing and promotion. So the thing that I think happens a lot, and I've definitely been guilty of this in the past, is that you spend a lot of time in that creation stage, the planning, the scripting, recording and the editing. By the time it's out there, <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, I've done it. Publish. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a job. And then that's it. You don't tell anyone. But you spent all this time working on this thing, making this, this thing to, to share with people and you're not sharing it, right? So do make sure that you leave some, some time, you schedule in some time to actually actively promote it. You know, maybe it's that you have your little list of things that you do each time. You send an email to your email list. You share it on your Facebook page. You share it in your Facebook group. You share it on your Facebook stories, your YouTube stories, your Instagram stories, your Instagram, you do an Instagram live, you do an Instagram post. You have all of these options of things, you know, pinning it on Pinterest, all of this stuff, right? And maybe you do all of them each time. Maybe you do a combination, you know, and figuring out what's going to work for you. Checking each time as well to see what's bringing the most kind of results, what's really actually like bringing people to your website or to your podcast to, to listen. Um, and yeah, that's that's it really. So making sure that you are aware of these different stages and that you leave enough time in your kind of regular schedule to allow for this so that you don't just feel like, OK, I've written them, but I don't know when I'm going to record them or like you've got them just recorded, ready to go, sat on your hard drive and just no time to edit because you kind of forgot about that stage. So they're the key things to remember there when it comes to making a podcast, the key kind of episodes you may want to make and the hosting. And that's it. When you've got those things in place, get started. Go for it. Get started. Maybe you've been sat on this for a while. I want you to sit on it no longer to go out and put your podcast into the world. This is a great time of year for this, like, because we're kind of, you know, I'm recording this a little bit in advance because I'm because I'm batch recording. <laughs> but, you know, we're at the end of December, end of the year. You're going to be maybe sat inside after Christmas, eating one too many uh, mince pies and chocolates. Get some podcasts ready for the new year. Go for it. You've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast for online language teachers and budding ones too, brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. If you want more from me this episode, may I recommend my brand new free training, How to Start Teaching Languages Online. This training is free, it's available on demand, and even if you already started teaching online, what you learn in this free training is a crucial step to help give you some clarity that will make everything you do going forward even better. So grab the internet right now, visit lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teacher training to get your free access. And remember, I'm here to help you and answer your questions. So get in touch. Now it's even easier because you can leave me a voice message to share your questions. Simply scroll to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click the link next to send in a voice message. And you never know, it might just be your question I answer next time. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.